Good Monday morning, Four Oaks. Pastor Paul here. It's on April 17th, and we're right in the middle of spring, although it feels a little chilly outside this morning. So I've got my trusty um, cup of coffee here from Maple Street Biscuit Company. Hey, welcome to this round of our pastoral devotionals. Since it's Monday and since we're launching off into uh, a new passage that we're going to be studying this week, it's always helpful to remind those who are new to this or dropping in or the first time in a long time what, what these things are about. So we've been preaching through the Gospel of Matthew on Sunday mornings at Four Oaks. And what we do is we use the week prior to that sermon to walk through the passage that we're going to be preaching on for that upcoming week. And the goal in this is not to um, simply dispense theological information or biblical knowledge or do um, a little devotional to get everybody kickstarted in the, into the day, although that's certainly part of it. It's really to, to encourage all of us to be digging into the Word of God ourselves. And as this is really the first time I'm going to begin looking at this passage um, in any kind of detail, it lets you sort of get a glimpse behind the curtains of how I think about interpretation, biblical interpretation, how I think about a passage, with again, the goal being that you can be a self-feeder, that you can learn to, to study and apply the Bible for yourself. So, so that, that's our goal. Now, what we really try to do on a Monday morning is to, is to read the passage and to begin to get a sense of the context, the big picture, and to start flagging all the issues we know that we're going to want to cover in the coming day. And obviously, as you've heard me say, um, one of the things that we want to be really mindful of is what comes before and what comes after a passage. So we are in the Sermon on the Mount, and it's at, it's, 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 Jesus takes this occasion to gather up the people who've been following him his disciples, people who are interested, people who are checking it out. They've seen him do all these amazing, wonderful deeds and things. He's been proclaiming that the kingdom of God is at hand. And now he is going to give them a series of teachings about what life in the kingdom is to look like. What are we to hold and value and pursue and prioritize as citizens of this new kingdom with Jesus, King Jesus being at the helm. And um, he begins, of course, the Beatitude, uh, begins the Sermon on the Mount with the Beatitudes, which is an invitation to the good life, the flourishing life. And then he proceeds to jump into um, an exposition of the Old Testament and the Old Testament law. And so we left off last time by noting how key the verse is, in, uh, uh, verse 20 is in chapter 5. He says, For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And as we talked about, this idea of righteousness is internal consistency, where the inward is consistent with the, with the outward. And the, and the problem with the Pharisees was not that they took the law too seriously, it's that they didn't take it seriously enough. They thought it as a measure of, of establishing their own righteousness or being seen by other people and praised and ha have accolades and those sorts of things. And so their obedience was merely external, very surfacy. And Jesus is taking great pains here to say, 
your righteousness has to be heartfelt. It has to flow out of a changed and transformed heart. And this is what he sets out to do as he begins to zero in on a number of areas we as the people of God must navigate and walk through. And the first one that he's going to talk about is anger. So let me read this passage. And, and by the way, when we come to our sermons on Sunday morning, we may be covering more than one section at a time because there's a lot of material here and we want to be faithful in getting through the text um, um, in, an, in an expeditious way. But look, we're just going to start off this morning with verses 21 through 26. And this is the first area of the Old Testament law that Jesus wants us to re-examine from a kingdom perspective. Okay, verse 21. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard, and you be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. So what Jesus is going to do here um, in this next large section of the sermon is he is going to take um, traditional Old Testament teaching that the Pharisees have passed down to the people, taught them, and he wants to do one of two things, and sometimes he does these simultaneously. But number one, he wants to show where the, the interpretation of that particular commandment or law has been misinterpreted, misimplied, misapplied by the Pharisees, okay? So, so that, that's one thing he wants to do. Um, where their teaching has run counter to the Word of God, or has obscured it, or has it's been defective in any way, he wants to correct it. The second thing he wants to do is that he wants to take the people into the depths of the Old Testament law to begin to get them to think about the goal of the law, which is not mere external piety, but which in fact is to be a reflection, that obedience of a heartfelt, heart-transformed um, relationship with God. And that what God is fundamentally after through his law is a renewed communion, restored relationship with his people, certainly based upon grace, but with obedience flowing out of that. So those are the two things that, that Jesus is intent on doing in this section of the sermon. Keep these always in mind. He's either correcting a misinterpretation or he's taking the, the people into the heart of the commandment, into the, the, the very center of it, the place where the heart of God and God's glory dwells and getting them to see past the mere surface area of, of that particular um, action or command. 
And so he, in, instead of checking boxes, Jesus wants them to check their hearts, okay? So um, you'll, hear, you'll hear this phrase, look, let's look at 21. You'll hear this phrase, you have heard that it was said of old, and that's him referring back to the teachings of the law and the prophets, to the Old Testament and what the people have been taught um, their entire time. So it's, he's, he's never saying that the Old Testament was defective, that the Old Testament was faulty, that the Old Testament was um, um, defective in any way. As we said yesterday, it's, it's we who are defective, it's we who are faulty. Um, our failure to grasp it is, is, has more to say about us than it does ever with the law. And so Jesus, again, is not saying there's anything defective. He's just saying, I want to show you what's at the heart of this commandment um, as, you, as you consider what I have to say. So this very first one where he is talking about anger, okay, really he's going all the way back to the Ten Commandments, okay? And when it says, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment, we just need to put a little stake in that and say, okay, whatever else Jesus is doing here, he is, he is going back to the law, the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments. He's wanting to revisit that and say, here is what you've been told about that law. Now, let me tell you God's heart and intent and purposes with that law. So let's just, we're going to, and like I said, we're going to go back this week and be unpacking this. But what we're doing now is just going through and noting specific things that we want to explore further. So um, that's the first thing. So he, he's quoting the Ten Commandments. Um, verse 23, you can tell that he is giving the reason for understanding the commandment not to murder in a much more spiritual, personal, relational way. Um, and he gives the example of off, uh, offering up your gift. And, and here he's talking about sacrifice. Here he's talking about worship. And he's, and he's saying, look, it does you no good. What does David say? Sacrifices, offerings, I, 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 that's not what I desire. I desire a broken spirit, a contrite heart. That's what this is getting at. Why, why are you bothering going through the religious motions um, when you're at enmity with your brother, okay? So that's another thing we want to check, okay? So, so this is, you know, this is the Ten Commandments. This is the commandment to not murder. Um, Jesus is giving us a much more deeply personal, relational um, interpretation where we want to go beyond just the wooden, did you kill someone or did you not? Um, that this really, that, that commandment has to do more with the heart and the nature of our relationships and um, the things that breed anger, okay, uh, or that breed murder. So, so no one just wakes up one day and says, I'm going to kill somebody, <laughs> right? There is a, um, there's a process, there is an anger, there is a disturbance in the soul that takes root and over time. The ultimate expression of this is murder, but there's, for most of us, there's a million steps before that, and God is interested in those, okay? And then we see at the end of this passage, Jesus ends with, with a warning, right? Come to terms quickly with your accuser. Truly, I say to you, you'll never get out until you've paid the last penny. And so um, we want to we make a note of that, okay? We want to say, hmm, what, what's, 
This, is a, this, is, this seems to be serious business to Jesus, okay? So your homework, if you choose to accept it, between now and tomorrow is if you have a study Bible, if you have a Bible on a part of a, a Logos program or ESV app like I do on my iPad here, you'll notice um, when it says, you have heard that it was said of old, you shall not murder, there's little subscripts by each of these parts of the verse. And if you click on it, okay, so for example, uh, you have heard that it was said of old, and I click that little subscript by it, and it pulls up a number of verses from the Old Testament. Ah, okay, I want to go read that, because obviously Jesus is referring to those. When he gets to the part about, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. I'm going to click on that little subscript right by the, the note, and it's look, I see it now. It's taking me back to the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20 and Deuteronomy 5. And as you go through this whole passage, you're going to see the Old Testament referenced a number of times. And your assignment, should you choose to accept it, is to go back and look at those verses, okay? To go back and say, when Jesus says, you've heard that it was said of old, well, what did they hear? What was the context? What was, what was being taught? And that way, when we hear what Jesus has to say about this, this commandment to not murder, we will understand it in a whole richer, deeper relational way. So that's where I want you to go. We will pick things back up like this tomorrow. And again, what God is always wanting us to bring to him is our hearts. Is, is saying, God, give me a broken spirit, a contrite heart. Lord, I don't want to check boxes. I want to be in deep communion and relationship with you. So let me look at your law and your word and let, it, let me read it and apply it in that way. All right, that's your assignment. We'll be back tomorrow. Lord, we want to be faithful to your word and Lord, just keep us tethered to it. Uh, I pray for everyone who is watching, listening to this, that you would bless them as they as they continually dig into the into the just the infinite um, treasures that your word offers us. Lord, we ask these things in your Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.